bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Sunday. Hope you're all doing well. Doing well myself. We've got a nice sunny day out there. And looks like I get to take Gage to the game store. The game store's area is starting to open up again so they can play face-to-face. All this face-to-face stuff is starting to open up again. Kind of glad to see it, maybe. We'll see how it goes. Our Monday game is supposed to be back on the 18th of this month. And we're going to be doing every other week face-to-face. So we're probably going to be doing the doing the the online stuff in between. Maybe that'll help. Anyway, time to talk about, oh, filling in the cracks. I'll talk more about that after this. Okay, filling in the cracks. What I mean about filling in the cracks is, say you have a scenario... And I've, by the way, I just want to preface this. This is stuff I've talked, like stuff I've talked about before. It's just another, another little tidbit. You've st- you're doing a you're doing a you're doing a campaign. You're doing a session, and it's running a little short. Now we all know it's running a little long. Like I always said, you should have these these scenarios, certain encounters to be plotted out. In case you're running long, you can get rid of it. Same thing as when you're short. Now, my idea is when you're running a writing up, doing prep, you imagine all the, the different encounters that can happen and what don't you need. So you kind of trim it there. But you take those encounters and you put them aside. In case you're running short, plop it in there. That's filling in the cracks. Also, if you need some information that needs to get to the characters... You have a little encounter like this, not necessarily fighting, but you have a little encounter like this. That's a way to get a tidbit of information to your players. So these are all handy. I would, in fact, I probably am going to in the near future, think about about mm, 10 to 12 encounters and make them kind of generic. You might want to organize them into like, okay, if it's this kind of story, these encounters can happen. If it's that kind of story, these encounters aren't going to happen. If we're doing um, a kidnapping plot, I can add these if I need it. If I'm doing a, a dungeon crawl plot, these things can happen. It's all about, you know, trimming, trimming and adding to your story. To me, this is fun. It's part of the fun for me when I'm up there and I'm doing the I'm doing the thing. It also keeps me on my toes. It'll keep you on your toes if you're if they're going through the scenario too fast and you're looking at the lot your watch or the clock and saying, "Hmm, I need to fill in the cracks." So I'm going to add this one. Now, tr- here's here's my suggestion: try to tie it into what you're doing. Try and tie it into the main storyline or stuff. So- Something, but you don't have to because things happen to people sometimes for no reason. You know, while I was going to get my grandsons from their mom, they want to come back and stay with us for a while. And I ran into, I was running late and I ran into a traffic jam on the freeway. 
I didn't expect that. Who knows why? I got up there. They said there was construction, but nobody was working and nothing was blocked. So, and one time I was trying to get to a friend's house for dinner when I lived in uh, when I lived in the Bay Area, and I had a I was in a thirty minute traffic jam. When I got up to where it ended, there was nothing there. So you don't know, and that's just an example. You know, people can do stuff like jump you in an alley. You're not expecting it, but it has nothing to do with what you're doing. So that's the way you got to think sometimes. Do generic ones, and then, you know, this is after you've prepped all your stuff and you've got some optional scenes for the scenes and encounters for the regular, the regular thing. So, and I would have, you know, it just stockpile these things. When you're not doing anything, stockpile something like this. Think of a scenario that you could do and think of how many ways you can. You can do this with NPCs or information or monsters or whatever. So there's that. You can do it that way. That's a good thing to have, a list of encounters. Just and you know, you can you can even label them like this is a lower encounter, this is you know, these monsters are lower in hit dice, these monsters are medium, this is monster size. You can organize it any way you want. OneNote is good for this. If you got something like OneNote or Evernote or anything other kind of thing. You can actually just have them. I like putting stuff like this on OneNote, so I always have it, because I'll have at least my phone with me, if not my phone and my tablet. And that's how you that's how you keep on top of it. If you can make your scenario that flexible, then it's a good thing. So I say. So, anyway, I gotta go start my day. If you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. You guys are great. Don't forget about Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast. Marxy Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast and Big John Allen Barger's The Red Dice Diaries. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.